Dad pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. All right. One last time and with feeling, uh, hello to all the dads who are out there. Dave is here. Hi, Jer. Nathan is here. Good afternoon. Adrian is here. Good morning. And it's Christmas and we're uh, we're wrapping this up because you sh- you lot can't get your shit together enough to do this often enough to, to feed the need of the public for good quality parenting advice. It's almost as if we treat this the same way we treat our kids. We're kind of into them for a little while and then we forget about them for a while and then we're into them for a little while and then we forget about them and... So, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. This is the final one, I think, for now. Just as Adrian is about to unleash a whole new torrent of good quality content. I don't think I don't think the listeners know this yet, Adrian, do they? I thought we were going to do a big reveal where we should have actually used the uh, social media channels and said, which one of the uh, Dadcast team do you think is expecting? The comedy value unquestionably would have been if it was Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, right, that's right, that's right. I certainly wouldn't have found that. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> I think that ship has said. We could have done like a, or we could still do like a gender reveal party. Oh one. yeah. Do you know? No. Sorry, I'm learning. Congratulations, by the way. The listeners. This is me learning along with the listeners hey. that you're, you are going to be a dad again, you crazy bastard. <laughs> Adrian is up I to the And the, the even more crazy thing about it is it's only... Three weeks away. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, come Hashtag. on. We're going to do this. We're going to do this every couple of weeks. We'll be oh, we'll be really committed to it. We'll do it at least once a yeah. month. He's he's had a baby in the meantime since we've had a last episode. Hashtag left out of the loop. Well, commiserations well, slash congratulations. Thank you, Dave, and that you've hit the nail on the head. And and to be fair, like it 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 does demonstrate how many times we've actually done this thing in the last eight months since this is uh this has been used. <laughs> I wasn't sure what months. you were talking about there, but. Yeah, possibly once, Jerry. So well, the job was done by then. Yeah, fill in the blanks. Uh, you know. Uh, so right, that's incredible. Fair. I mean, well, I'm gobsmacked. Thanks, Dave. I mean, I know I I certainly uh, wasn't as far anywhere near on the same track as you in terms of like you know the possibility this might happen again. I mean, you know, we want it to happen again. So there we go. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, the rumors, the rumors around South Dublin, Adrian, are that this may not be the last one either. You know, ah, look at I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I wouldn't like. I'd certainly. I know Jar is sort of up for having a football team, and I wouldn't be that far away from it as well. But ninety percent of the time, I'm like, oh, this is so tiring. Um, and uh, so probably, probably not. But you, look, never say never, Nathan. We'll see. Let's let's get this one. Done and dusted and delivered safely into the into the world first, and then think about think about where we go from there. We get like a four for one down um, at Emma Byrne. Uh, are you <laughs> are you going to tell us any more about your um, uh, your wife's pregnancy snoring, or is that off limits? What you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine. You know it's the way you yours. forget stuff. You know yeah. what we often talk about you forget stuff. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that, was that a thing? So I don't know what you're talking about, John. Okay, so it never it never happened. No comment. Yeah. Okay, Grant. Well, that's. Uh, I think it's 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 uh, right and and just that you should take this opportunity to expunge all the stuff that's happened before. I'm not saying there won't be a version of this in the future, right? I just think that if we're going to be honest to the the listeners, that we need to um to uh you know actually show up and do it from time to time. I'm trying desperately to find out when we did our first episode. Does anybody remember how long it was, ago? It was it was close to five years. Close to five years, possibly. I mean, I don't I, give or take a month, I'd say, 
and I know that because it was around the time that I was excited about being a parent, and uh, it was before I <laughs> before it happened. And then you actually realise how, uh, how tough it is. Um, so yeah, it would have been. It's in the region of five years. Is that long? And right? you know, at, at a run rate, Jar of about three per year, we've, uh, <laughs> we've been racking them up. Um, it looks like we're getting to 28th of September 2018 it says so you, your your maths aren't great but uh, three and a half years roughly three three years and two months oh that's not right uh, what's it like to be a dad the good bad and mostly ugly is there? maybe we maybe we uploaded them on iTunes afterwards uh, much later I don't know but that's that seems to be the first one alright no, no I would have thought I would have thought that my third child wasn't born I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, it looks. Yeah, no, definitely we, not. I can't. I definitely cannot make new memories. So, when, <laughs> uh, when Adrian, this, how has that experience been for you? Is there anything different? You're just much more confident now with a third pregnancy, kind of blah blah blah. Who cares? Well, not practicing I, the breathing at all. It hasn't, Ger. Like uh, just over eight months into the pregnancy, it hasn't really hit us yet. The reality of it. It hasn't really hit us yet. The reality of it. Um, I. It hasn't really hit me yet, and I don't think it does. Like, obviously, my wife is like, oh, my God, I can't believe how pregnant I am and uh, feels as if she's ready to go any day. But um, I have I found out all the way along that, and I don't know if you guys were the same, but, like, it, it's not really real until it, until the very second it happens and then everything changes entirely. And I feel sort of the same here that, like, you are you are engaged a bit more in that there's more stuff to do because you got to shoulder a bit more of the load. Um, but other than that, like... It's, it isn't real. I don't find it that real. Um, it'll all be a bit exciting, obviously, in a few weeks' time when um, touch wood and hopefully everything works out well and the new baby arrives into the world and it'll be very exciting and there'll be all, a lot of planning to be done and then there'll be the whole process of coming home and then it'll start at home a bit. But it doesn't... There's nothing until there's something I have found. I don't know about you. It's so long ago, yeah. I just can't bloody remember, Adrian. <laughs> Well, I think if you go back to the first couple of episodes, we're not all about this, that actually that sort of sense of what is the point of us uh, in the pregnancy process uh, until the day of arrival. I guess it depends on how smooth the pregnancy is. But mm. yeah, I def I think a post-Christmas baby, there's always something about, I'll think about it after Christmas. I'll get through to Christmas, I'll think about it then. Yeah. Worry about that. My, my, my uh, eldest lad was born in January and I was always, you know, I'll have the Chris, I'll get the Christmas out of it and then I'll, then I'll take things seriously. As in, you'd go and enjoy yourself, like a few drinks. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm slightly Thankfully, concerned about back the, then, the day you is, could. is the first week of January. So I'm like, <laughs> just I, don't. It only, it, only hit, it only hit me yesterday. I was like, we were sort of mapping out what a Christmas looks like, and I'm, and I, up to this, I'd been thinking, oh, have a few drinks there, have a few drinks over there, have a few drinks here, and now I'm thinking, oh shit. It's shit. an under, it's an underrated experience in your life to be completely shit faced in the delivery ward. It always goes across very well. You create long-term lasting relationships with the, the consultant, particularly the one that you say, are you sure you've washed your hands? It works out really well when you're like Googling on the phone to see who this guy is that you've never met before. That definitely, that's a winner, Adrian. So I would suggest you go out and you get liquored up as often and as early as you can because, uh, you know, it'll, it'll certainly add to the story of the whole thing. Yeah. Get the old fashions going at home. I'm doing that. And like that, the consultant is another good point. Like I said, yeah, I haven't been able to go in at any point. Uh, sorry, I was in. I was in. Was I in? Yeah, I was in for the twenty-week scan, and that was it. Literally nothing else. So that takes away from the reality of it, reality of it as well, because you're just you're like you are the exact same as every every other just up. You're seeing the photographs and getting the reports, but you're not actually you're not actually there to figure it all out. And I'm and I'm interested to see obviously within the restrictions exactly what's going to happen on on the day or the days of it as well, because you hear you hear all the 
uh, various versions of the horror stories where people obviously not been allowed in. So, um, I mean, it's your third one. Do you really need to be there? <laughs> well, well, we should we should point out to the listeners here that uh, Adrian's wife is probably secretly delighted that he hasn't been able to go in for all the different meetings with the consultant because that room is one of the only rooms in the entire country where Adrian is a superstar because Adrian's consultant is a big or is a big big fan. Of, of, off the, of off, no, no, of off the ball. Of, of Adrian and of off the ball. So his wife is basically over in the corner here while Adrian's uh, reveling in the adulation of the consultant. No, it's more that he just wants to catch up with sport. And I'd say, like, he is most of the people that he comes in, he obviously doesn't know anything about. And so his opportunity to catch up on what happened at the game at the weekend is fairly limited. So I would say that's big. But, but I have to say, to be absolutely fair, Nathan, and you've brought it up now, uh, there is an ongoing dialogue over and back through my wife so I get I get all day oh, tell him about this or talk to him about that and then I'll obviously relay some information back so um, it hasn't entirely the tap hasn't entirely turned off but I, I mean I, we'll have a lot to catch up on on the delivery day that's all I'm saying well you'll be in there for quite a while it turns yeah. out for, for this type of thing anyway um, the, there's a couple of other quick things that I wanted to talk about one was well we got the keys to our, our new house this week right uh, this is kind of Congrats. apropos of nothing. It's not very much to do with the parenting, except that you need more space. Adrian, I think you were lucky enough in that you you guys have enough space, so that's not going to be an issue when you're planning numbers four, five, and six, or whatever it is, however f- fecund you you, uh, you end up being. But um, I don't know what your experience of this is like. So we went and we did a final inspection just to make sure that everything that they said they would do had been done. And we got there, and uh, the, the, the owners were clearing out the house. It's... Um, uh, probate sale so it was obviously their dead father or mother or whatever um, and uh, we got there and everything was grand and the person didn't even say hello to us really beyond a, a bit of a grunt and then we left anyway kind of happy enough with how that was and then we got back and we got the keys and all the white goods were gone which was like you know a bit of a surprise we have to say like you know they probably weren't great doesn't really matter but it was just a kind of principle of the thing and then we went upstairs and the batteries had been taken out of the smoke alarms and they were gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is cheap. Is this normal? That is wow, cheap. Wow, that, that is impressive. Is it, is it normal? That, is that happening? That's not normal. That's is it not? Cheap ass. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. We were like... I mean, just... Why, like why, what are you going to do with them? I don't know. They're like two euros each. Can you be 100% sure that the smoke alarm had batteries in them totally because we would have seen them you know they they, they they had they had to have been moved to like right because um, you just throw them now, in the bin then they're, they're kind of useless it, it just, could have just been the most unfortunate of coincidences that when they were leaving their house the battery had gone on their smoke alarm perhaps. like oh to get one of them and then oh why don't we just take those we, they, we do own they're them all ours. <laughs> and it's just uh, it just worked out like that rather than the, in that that's incredibly tough yeah, I'd, they I'd, taken the bulbs out of the light sockets. No, they hadn't. They hadn't, in fairness to them. They'll be back for them. I have heard. I'm going to have to change the locks now. Uh, I'm just looking at the picture of us here uh, from the the logo that we put up on iTunes, and we do look like four younger individuals uh, without a care in the world, as it turns out. Um, so whenever we started this, one of the reasons that we were going to stop doing this was because our our kids were going to get old enough to be able to listen to it, and that's beginning to happen. I've fielded a few questions about what 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 is that cast, and so and there's also kind of MP3 players coming into our lives where I'm like, what if there was a download possible? So uh, that was the other thing I think that are we all agreed that this is the end? Unless someone comes in and makes us a big money deal, yeah. not that we would be financially motivated at all. If, you know, this is for the people. 
uh, by the people. But obviously, if somebody comes in and offers us a lot of money, we will return. But like, we can't really say it's not the end, considering there has been nothing for about eight months. Yeah, I think it'll. I think I think that that's the point that we we've shown such little commitment to it. What's the case to be made to keep it going? Is there less to talk about? Is the other thing as the that's kids get just, older? That is my was my main reason for the 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 good stuff had dried up. Um, <laughs> well, well, well. It's funny you mention that, right? It's funny you mention that. Uh, one of the other things that was supposed to happen over the course of this day five years ago was that you were supposed to get the snip. This was yeah. like you you were on a you you'd got the letter I think and what what you, sorry one of the other ways Nathan that you thought was a good way to sell this would have been like which of the dads is having a baby well you could also do this which of the dads actually went and got the snip oh, it's still on the cards it's still talked about you know it's it's um, well you'd finish second wor- in that race then Dave because I I I'm putting my hand up oh, oh whoa when, when was that. Uh, four or five weeks ago whenever I was messaging you going let's do one final one it was like we need to talk about this oh. <laughs> we need to talk oh. about this right we need to talk about this because because I, I would imagine that I will be it'll be done in the next month I would think well Oof. let um, me let me I hope Jesus dominoes lads you need to go <laughs> you need to go to somebody you know you should I don't know if you've talked to Emma Byrne or not but you need to do it somebody who you know and respect there's like a you, I, I couldn't really do that because like you know it would feel Let a little bit yours. uncomfortable. Happen- no, he didn't. That was I made a I made a catastrophic error in not getting somebody who <laughs> I can have a conversation because it turns out you need to have a conversation. There's it, it's a very physical thing, right? Uh, where they have a good route around to find the actual tubes, and that's that's sore. That bit sore. You might be able to help with that process if you like had some kind of a that's a little bit sore. Maybe I should you know move a little bit here. Uh, and you think that would have helped if it was Emma Byrne? Well, I mean, somebody you can have a conversation with who you know, as opposed to like just lying oh, there, yeah. kind of going. Uh, also, I'm very, very happy that I'm, it's happened during a masking period where you can't see the constant grimacing and the ah! uh, levels of of pain and suffering. Right. It was uh, start at the beginning here. Okay, so I made the decision to get it done and was like, because I'd been farting around pre-COVID, thinking. Well, I won't I? And actually, in retrospect, I 100% should have got it done the day after we had our third child. That was like, uh, you know, for medical reasons, we we're definitely not going to have any more kids. That was, I, I should have been a good husband and realised this at the time. But instead, farted around, used COVID as an excuse to kick it down the road. And then was like, okay, going to get this done. Instead of actually doing any proper research on who to get it, I just picked the first person who had an available slot that week. And... Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like... Uh, you're better off kind of talking to somebody who's been through the process with somebody. It turns out. And was maybe, this like um, maybe that's by, by first first person first of the slot? Was this like you know? Well, it was down uh, a more more street side street type scenario. I I was telling my wife about it afterwards, and she was like, "Oh, that sounds like um, Dirty Dancing when they have the abortion." And uh, Patrick Swayze was like, "And they didn't even use no ether." I was like, "I don't actually remember any." Uh, local anaesthetic. I definitely oh, feels like I didn't have any local anaesthetic. Uh, so it, say, it wasn't particularly good, I would say. It like, wasn't a great experience, certainly for the first two weeks. It's fine now, so maybe I should just stop being a baby about the whole thing. Well, from the person who has literally just said that in the middle of one of the births, you were Googling who the doctor was, <laughs> like the level of preparation that appears to have been well, cause uh, you, So that was because our, our the person who we'd been under the care of was off. You'd, like They obviously don't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so 
That was. Would you not have, like dropped somebody a text and gone, "Hey, like, who? Who? Who, who, who do you? Who do you <laughs> like? That's why I'm suggesting you all should like put it in the old Slack channel. Should get your um, <laughs> you should get yours done by somebody you know. And but um, there's a few funny lines. The, no. There's a few funny lines in the middle of it. There's one. It's like, uh, <clears throat> oh, you you and me are, are not going to remember this day or this this time ever. But uh, you you will probably always remember the the smell in the air. And that's just that's fine. That's normal. It's just the singeing of the flesh. I was like, listen, buddy, I'm going to remember this fucking day for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I will I also never forget there... the smell of the singeing flesh. Psychologically, in advance, was there any part of you, like what you know? Because like that is that the is that the reason that you don't get it done sooner? Like, what's the what are you thinking as you're as you're? Turn on the TV. Hang on. Keep talking, Adrian. Well, I'm asking you a question, so it's difficult to get the bloody answer when you're. uh... Uh, Why, Dave? uh, Is it the next month? What steps have been taken? It's just you lost the race. I'm being asked about well, the race was never of much relevance to me, Joe. Um, I I'm being asked about it, and I have a couple of friends who've since got it, and there's at least one of my friends who is in the same boat as me, and it's very much on his to-do list in the near future. So there's talk of maybe you know going in brothers in arms and let's pick a week oh, and we wow. both get it. We both get it done, you know. So uh, a, a a buddy, a snip buddy. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? I actually think, uh, I mean, it sounds totally weird, but it's the right thing to do because then you can at least compare and contrast. Um, yeah. But you really haven't sold it. like. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's only, it sounds like a horrible so I, experience. I don't know, done five weeks around then and um, I made some chronic errors. Like I didn't actually read the, the pamphlet afterwards about what you're supposed to do. I didn't use any ice. I came into work the next day. Not a good idea, really. It was the uh, <laughs> I had I was inventing a back problem. It was like uh, it was the day of the Robert Perez stuff, so I had to do that standing up. I was like, <laughs> oh, I've, uh, I've I've done my back, uh, Johnny. Could we could we do this uh, standing up? Because I couldn't sit down. I literally couldn't sit down. Like uh, you definitely take the day off work and make sure it's on a day where you're not working. And were you not taking painkillers uh, or anything? I've been like effectively snorting ibuprofen. <laughs> You know, as often as early and often as I possibly could, but it it like it only helps a bit. You know, it's um, it's the general oh. sense of swelling and pain and motion, and there's also a wound. There's a small wound that like takes a little while to to heal. So, um, how long did the swelling last? Uh, how severe was it? Uh, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Like you know, like not being able to sit down for a couple of days and um, just generally. Uh, I would sleep at night. Uh, not the first night, not the second night. No, there was um. It was definitely uh, interrupted sleep. Oh right. God, like, why would I bother having listened to this? Well, because you have to. <laughs> it should, it should, it'll be fine four weeks afterwards, I'd say. It'll take about four <laughs> weeks, maybe five, and then you'll be fine. Four. That's a long time. It is, but actually, you know what? Then it's worth it. It's over. So. And, um, well, by the sounds of what you got done, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to take confident that it's over. Just, uh, Dave, I think the main takeaway here is don't plan to do an interview with Robert Perez the next day. It was, good, it was a good interview. He was in good form. I was like, this is taking my mind off things. Are we, so when you were walking into the office chair, how were you feeling? What were you thinking? And to get it done. That's another, yeah. there was another funny line. It was like, um, studies have shown, and we don't know why, but uh, people who have any reluctance suffer more pain. So were you a bit reluctant? I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I I'd like uh, decided that I, this is the right thing to do. And I was, um, I was catching up on myself, really. Like, mm. 
Um, so we, my wife got very sick two weeks after we had our third child and it was around, so he was born day before Patrick's Day so I was driving around the the parade route on Paddy's Day but then there was big parades for the the anniversary of uh, 1916 Rising and I distinctly remember driving down like the roads are lined the cops are there and you're like the only car on the road um, because she had like massive blood pressure issues in the aftermath of it like honestly we should not have been in any way endangering the life um, for the sake of contraception like it just didn't make any sense so I really should have had it done five years ago or in the immediate aftermath of that so no reluctance no sense of like well what, you know what if you know like Roy Keane the happy birthday to my current wife none of that no have you made your wife feel guilty about the pain you've suffered? Uh, I mean, that, that, that's kind of... Have like, you brought it up on a regular basis? You should... Well, you, you, <laughs> sorry, that's the other thing. <laughs> hey <-o. laughs> That's what I thought you were going with that when you started out. Have you made... <laughs> uh, uh, the the pain thing, how... Just, just, spool that, just spool that out for a second. To, you've, you've been in the, the uh, delivery ward. You've seen the actual proper long long range hours and hours and hours of pain so but you have recency bias towards your your own pain okay i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll use that uh, as a uh, but no everything's in full working order uh, to to the question that you're like desperately trying to ask but don't have the balls to if you'll excuse my uh -oh. phone uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. so should you have should you have like a I'll bucket of ice everything i need <laughs> should you have a bucket of ice in the car jar and dip your ball sack into it when you get back into the car dave Yes, probably. There's in the officer, Dave. Uh, yeah. Ready to go. Is that, I would recommend that you, like, you take yeah. um, some... Uh, there's loads of stuff that you could do that would definitely ameliorate my experience if you like did proper research and spoke to people and you know had a, had your little buddy with you uh, or were like, using somebody you trusted. I just can't believe this is the route you went down, considering we had an expert on this yeah. very show talking about it. Give all the advice, but like you he, don't he made it sound like somebody it was... who ever just goes into something <laughs> without thinking about it, and then you just go to some the first lad you spot online, and then you wonder why it all went horribly wrong. <laughs> like looked up yellow pages. Like, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, it, it wasn't the first. It was like the one that was on the way home. It was just the easiest oh, one. Jesus, that doesn't make it so much better. It was like on the way home. Well, to be honest. I mean, I definitely, I would have come away from the experience of listening to this show and talking to people who had it done and the people who had emailed us was like, this sounds grand. How, ba how bad could it be? Like, I was actually scheduled to go out that night, but that uh, party ended up getting um, put off. But like, I mean, that's how thick I was really about our ignorant of, um, it's, uh, actually, it's, uh, I, would, I just wouldn't do it too lightly on the day itself, Dave. I'd have my prep done. Well, it sounds to me like you can you you're in too much pain to drive properly, sleep, any sort of physical exercise at all. Which, like, how long would it be before I could actually do any exercise? I mean, it's by the sounds of you, <laughs> three or four weeks. Well, I think I think that's just chair. <laughs> no, no, can't risk it. <laughs> Woke up for a run today. You're such a scumbag, Nathan. <laughs> at my most vulnerable uh, picking on my weaknesses <laughs> thanks uh, no I'd say well, Dave you, I mean you could do your lifting and all that kind of stuff I just wouldn't be doing too much squatting <laughs> that first squat that first could you do a squat now Jer <laughs> I mean Nathan let he who is without sin cast the first stone I, I mean I'm I love not, your, I love your I mean, shimmering crystal palace here that you're fucking your rocks I, uh, at me from uh, 
I, 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 what I mean is, uh, if you were to do a, <laughs> if you were to do a squat now, would the, uh, would there be a risk? No, no, Tony, everything's fine. Up. Everything's fine. No, no, it's, it's over. That's it. It, it. it takes a while for you to be able to say it's over, and then when it's over, it's over. Have but you, when, um, have you, to Nathan's original question, have you been able to? The wild thing since, or I mean, we've answered this. You're just not paying attention. Everything <laughs> Sorry, is in, everything's in I, perfect working order. Okay, I wasn't. That wasn't explicit. You see. But at what point are you? Do I you mean, have come to, on. What? At what are point we, are you satisfied <laughs> that the operation well. has been a success? <laughs> uh, three or four months. You've got to go back for a test. Okay, right. Is there like a like booster in, jab that you yeah. potentially need? In 30 years' time, Dave, when, you know, <laughs> no more children have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that thing worked. Remember that thing? The well, smell was, of the uh, singeing will never leave, though. And your, um, your, your uh, libido is in full, uh, full, full tilt, is it? Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that what it's called? Uh, uh, how, how's, yours, how's yours, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the minute, I suppose it's... Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll go for the no comment there. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, psychologically, that's, I know I've talked about this before and I do appreciate that when we talked about it before, you also laughed, laughed me out the gap, but that sort of thing of there's no, you know, bullets in the gun anymore and um, how that impacts on you psychologically. It turns out, it, I, well, I mean, I, I don't think it does. It, okay. well, how, why would it impact you, impact you in any way psychologically if your intention was to remove said bullets from said gun? It's like you're, you're getting the outcome that you hoped for. Exactly. No, no. I, I'm I, trying I, to come I, up with a clunky uh, Alec Baldwin analogy. No, here. no. I, <laughs> Please don't. Let's, let's, we want, we want to be able to broadcast that. this at some point. Yeah, let's do a clear of all that. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it. I, I, I guess yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, well done. Am I, Congratulations. Am I, yeah. am I going to feature in any ad campaigns? for? I don't think I will. I think that might be a little <laughs> bit uh, hypocritical. Uh, but certainly I wouldn't put anybody off it. I would just advise that you well, you do some reading and um put Dave off it to be honest no surely not Dave well you certainly haven't you haven't got me rushing down the stairs now and heading out the door straight to the one that's on the way home for Sergeant but, but Dave you're not you're not enthusiastic about it to start out with anyway I'm not no but who who would be well Jerry seems pretty cock no he yeah. said it was the he said I all he was he knew he should have got it done years ago, so yeah. he wasn't rushing out to do it either. Yeah. And he's also said the only reason he's done it is because he feels it was the right thing to do. Whereas I'm not doing it for that reason. Like I mean, screw that. That is not my that is not the the motivation behind me getting it done. That is the right thing to do. But uh What's your motivation? Just, I just would certainly make things a little more convenient. And it would certainly Take a subject off the table that gets routinely brought up. <laughs> for an easy life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it for an easy life. Is there a possibility, Dave, you're going to get this done and not tell your wife you've had it done? I thought, I thought you were going to say take a subject off the table as in uh, third baby. <laughs> as opposed to like, oh, I, no, I, I keep getting nagged about this. That's, oh, uh, sorry. I thought that's what you meant. No. That's that's like, I, think, I think we need to rethink whether this is the last episode or not. This is... Uh... <laughs> Well, the problem is, by extension, the subject of a third baby is regularly brought up because... By other people? No, because of the fact that the, the safe hasn't occurred. As yeah. in, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, do you realise what could happen here? So, like, the prospect of the third baby is more nightmarish now than it was even when I last spoke it's about too this, this podcast. It's too late now. It's too late now. You're too, or too oh, self, self... No, like, it's just, I couldn't. Oh, they are. Like, we are out the gap. 
There's, this is just not doable by any stretch. You're in a danger zone, Nathan. How old is Rose, your youngest? Uh, three and a bit. Oh. Three and a bit. And so what are your conversations? Through the terrible threes. Um, there's been no conversation around it. But and I'm hoping that this episode doesn't start the conversation because uh, whatever chance there was pre-listening to you, uh, I'm definitely pushing it back several years. Right. Why? Well, I'm not. Well, I, 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 just mentally, I'm not prepared. Why? Why not mentally? I just. I. What's? I don't. I, I don't know why not mentally. I'm just. Oh, but not. like, because you're all laughing at me. Saying Maybe that it, now that I have turned forty, I should uh, start thinking about these things more. What's your legacy going to be here? You know. When it, when, when <laughs> Not they, a fourth child. When they're writing the book. Well, it, it might be. Nobody. Four, nobody has four kids anymore. Well, Adrian's <laughs> planning on it there, it sounded like. I'd like... I, look, I, I, could, I certainly can't. I'm not really sitting there ruling it out. No, neither of us would be ruling it out. Like, I... I I'm not... I'm, I'm, neither am I signing up to it, I have to say. Having We've only got two at the minute, and it's... You know yourselves. Hard going, so... But yeah, really it is hard going. The thoughts go back to day one, literally day one. Well, like that's it, Dave, and that's I have to say that is that is a big concern of mine now. Not that there's much I can do about it at this stage, but like you're back to square one with what's that stuff? Mucosium. What is that stuff that comes? Meconium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that's that's dead art now. Like, and that doesn't fill me with anything. Of like, but you do you still have all a lot of baby stuff around the place? Loads of there's boxes of clothes they've come yeah. out of places in the house. I didn't we have, have like we would have to buy everything. As yeah, if we, we were just got rid of child. We've just got rid of the buggy, which had been sitting in our living room for six months. We've just got rid of it, and it's like, yeah. oh, there's a little bit of extra space here now. All of a sudden, like, I'd have to buy a change at the station. God, if I had to buy a change station, I, the tears would be rolling down. <laughs> I could actually, I, before you said it, I could picture you crying as you were like <laughs> unpacking the changing station, <laughs> handing my card to the to the person at the till, and the tears just pouring down my face. Oh, tears of joy! No, <laughs> no. no, definitely not. But now, now that I, now that I, um, now that I think about it, um, my wife. <laughs> We have a load of stuff up in the attic from like the baby. So like a Moses basket and the attic's getting rather full. So I'm like, we not just, you know, pass this on or dump it or whatever. And uh, she's like, no, we keep it for, you know, grandkids. I'm like, grandkids are like 30 years away. It was, is it like one of those home and away hugs where she goes, we'll keep it for grandki- grandkids and then you have a hug. And, and the, the camera is it. The camera, the camera behind. It lingers on the half drunk bottle of wine. The other thing that I would recommend anybody who's made it all the way here is to uh, have your kids at 19 and 20 when you're actually able for it. Uh, all that stuff about like in Irish life, having kids young was uh, supposed to be a sign of, you know, it was like uh, trouble, uh, you know, shame. Can't do that. It's totally the right thing to do. If we'd all had our kids early, we'd now be like completely relaxed about it. They'd be practically grown up and we would have our lives back could be gra- I, I know younger grandparents than me <laughs> maybe oh. you know but <laughs> yeah yeah if you if 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 I'd had a kid oh, yeah. when I was 20 yeah. and they'd had a kid when they were 20 I'd have a four year old grandchild yeah I think I'd um, have like a grandchild younger than my kids <laughs> I think Liver yeah. Christie was a grandfather meddling in one of the um, uh, 
major championships at one point. But well, that's a, <laughs> a different story. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Dave Dave disappeared there. Looks like he's That's doing. That's it. He's doing. We're gonna a, one by one here. He's, he's doing a bit of parenting. Is there? I don't know if anybody's anything else that they want to talk about. Uh, like, thanks to everybody who emailed us in over the years. We had some fairly amazing uh, emails. Some of them were sensational. Some of them were just funny. Uh, some of them were silly, and some of them actually asked us for advice, which was a bad idea, as you can tell, because we have done no research. It turns out for any of the important decisions in our lives. Although Adrian, you're a good man for reading a book, aren't you? Uh, not really. You we did we did live research as uh, as the shows went on. I think just to, to spool back about a half an hour ago, the question about whether we do this ever again. I think that we could come back in a live context. If anybody wants to book us for a festival, we we are open yep. to go to Electric Picnic when that all happens. every year and whatever else. That would be my view on it. And by the way, can I also add that just as we were chatting there, I compiled a short list of my personal highlights from each of you over the course of doing this podcast. And they're in no particular order other than the way I've written them down here. Although I will say, I do think the last one is probably going to be number one. Um, Dave's highlight, I'm going for the fucking the scooter over the hedge. That stuff was, that stuff was absolute gold. And it was, and I was actually, I do, I do think it represented the, the the end of the, the, the top of the arc in the, in the um, Dave McIntyre parenting story. You very, very quickly, that. so anybody who hasn't heard it, quickly. Give your give your eight second summation of what happened, Adrian. Dave got Dave do it. Dave's far better position to do it. I've managed to erase this episode from my mind. It is the You're out in the park, you got low, angry. It's the low point of my parenting <laughs> career. <laughs> You're out the high point of this podcast. It's a seven nil defeat. You couldn't I've keep been, I've got a little man whispering into my right here, so just bear with me one sec. So okay, you you yeah. tell the story there while he's uh, it's a live he, live viewing of has Dave progressed as a parent since that episode? No, he has. Yes, is right he now. has. He has. I would say like when we go for most improved player of the of the season award, <laughs> <laughs> Dave is Dave is top of the list. There's no question about it. I can't I, I can't remember why I threw it over the edge. Um, you were just losing the plot. I don't think there was any. Yeah, I think was it was it during lockdown? Yeah, say it was during lockdown. We were all obviously on the edge at the time. We we're down the park and. I can't remember what it was. He, one guy may have driven a scooter into the other guy. And then I was probably starting to be shouted at and yelled at. And I think I just picked it up and just fired it over a hedge. Go on. I, I, don't know, I think they were saying, no, I don't want my this scooter anymore. And I probably just, Grant, fine. Just picked it up. <laughs> and the problem was, as soon as I had done so, I just saw another parent about five yards from me. And it wasn't the knowing look you sometimes get when your kid's screaming at you and the other parent's telling you, you know, telepathically, don't worry, son, I've been that soldier, I feel your pain. This was like, you're a despicable human yeah. being. The people, people on boards.e posting about seeing Dave McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second one I'm going to bring up here, and there's a couple of uh, wrinkles to this, is Jared's black sack story. Do you want to recap that one, Jared? Uh, well, any any time that uh, there's like a moment of crisis, you're like, you get a black sack and you put all the toys in it and you throw the black sack in the car or you take it away. It's like, this is you following through on one of your threats to, to get rid of the toys. There, it's a multifaceted problem, obviously, because you can really only, so you threaten the black sack a lot and then you can only do it very rarely. But it turns out that they have too many toys and they don't really give a shit about which toys, even if it's like today's favourite or last week's favourite or the week before that, or like an all-time favourite, then it doesn't matter because there's more over there and you can't, there's not enough black sacks to get rid of all the plastic crap in our houses. So and that was and that was so that was wrinkle number one, and then wrinkle number two to that story was 
we had you were away that day, Jerry, when Paul O'Connell was on, and us three chatted to him. And uh, Dave recounted that story so well that Paul O'Connell thought it was him that was the originator of it, and then happened to be in the office. Do you remember that? About two or three months later, yeah. And you were doing an interview with him in the in the studio, and he came out, and I was talking to somebody else, and he came over, and he was laughing his head off as he walked over, and he went, "Jesus Christ, I'm still telling people about McIntyre and the Black Sacks." <laughs> 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 the black sax, Dave, and the and the scooter. Jesus Christ! Oh, the black sack was used on multiple occasions. It yeah, works. It works. I had the boot filled with toys on a couple of occasions. Yeah, yeah. It works a little bit, but like it's just, it's just. I mean, if you could just stand outside of yourself and go, "You're just being an angry dickhead. What are you doing? Stop it." That would help, but I can't do it. No, it's impossible. There was the other day. There was there was a list of moments where I've been angry recounted to me by one of my children. It was like, oh my God, it was a sobering experience. When else have I, when else have I lost my temper? And he proceeded then to... <laughs> 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 well, he, well, August 15th, 2021. It was almost a August 16th, 2021. It was like a timeline. So, uh, yeah. Time that McDonald's, that time in the supermarket. But, sorry, but I think you've missed one of McIntyre's highlights, which was obviously the woman parking in the... Uh, oh. oh, true. So a woman, woman parks in the in the kids' uh, <laughs> parking slot and uh, doesn't have kids. So Dave follows her into the shop and accosts her in front of whoever she's trying to pay uh, and like makes a big deal out of it. But it's, uh, Dave tells it obviously much better. And it kind of, it unfolds slowly as he as we realise you followed her into the shop. What? Well yeah. done. I, I think Dave well, has become a hallmark and, and people still reference it. I think we uh, missed the major opportunity. That was the opportunity really for this podcast to go global where we could have, and I think at the time thought about, you know, starting a worldwide endeavor to shame people who were parking oh, in yeah. parent and child spots. Yeah. Of course, I had my own issue with that outside Super Value one day. <laughs> you know, was that your man who you, th- who you thought was a fan of the pod? Is that the guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was gold. Just remind me. <laughs> Just remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming. I was coming out of. Uh, I was coming out of the shop, you know, having as usual robbed the croissant for the child. <laughs> the child had eaten the croissant as we went around, um, and there was somebody. Some guy just pulls into the parent and child spot with no child, and uh, some guy who was coming behind gave me this nod of like. But for whatever reason, I thought he would l- listen to the podcast and was like. I don't know what comment I made, but it quickly no, became apparent. You said didn't. to him, you said to him, ah, oh, we'll probably have to talk about this in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a wanker. He's like, he's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> what he had, whatever he had said initially gave the impression <laughs> that, uh, that's, that's, he, he, he uh, knew about the, the podcast and, and all that. Oh, well, it's more of a sense of your ego, I think, Nathan. Let's face well, it. there is. That's and, uh, very and, true. And that I can't even remember the context to it, or I don't remember anything about it, but I I think it might be my all-time number one highlight of anything that's ever been said on an off-the-ball production in my entire time working for the company, where Nathan... Well, do you want to recount it, Nathan? I can't remember exactly the details of what went, went on. It was your next-door neighbour out for a run early in the morning, and you woke up in... The midst of a semi. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what happened. 
Well, I'm, that's that not what happened. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I, you see, you, you enjoyed this far more than that. You enjoyed that uh, semi far more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I think the point of my story at the time was that my uh, neighbor, who actually does listen to the podcast, um, was, uh, you know, he'd uh, outdo McIntyre in terms of uh, his fitness regime and. When we were doing one of our 5Ks or triathlons or something, he was suggesting like go out for a run with him in the morning, but he goes for a run at like 5 a.m. for like 30 miles. And somehow the words in the midst of a semi uh, came out. You were, in, my, my, in my mind, you woke up, opened the curtain, you saw the never on a pass, you were in the midst of a semi. I don't know why that, I don't know what the context was. No, I, this, this is, that's, it was, it was, uh, he was in, he was in the middle of a sentence that got interrupted as far as I remember. But I said I must have I just um, misspoke. Yeah, which was is, is not what you want to do on a podcast uh, such as this. No, but anyway, they're my little, well, little highlights. Right. Uh, well, Adrian, just before we finish, I think we have to give the highlight. Obviously, just Adrian's had a couple of major highlights. One is the snoring, and every time I've met your wife since, I always have a feeling that she looks at you. Fuck, you fuckers know too much. That yeah, there's a distinct you. distrust. Yeah. Uh, because of that. But also, you brought great shame. We should remind everybody on this podcast. This is a very progressive podcast about you know modern fathers and how we contribute and how we're not like our fathers and our grandfathers. And you know we are useful around the place, which of course you oh, yeah. destroyed when your wife went out for her first drink. Yeah, her first drink. Oh yeah, since having a baby. How do we forget this? Go on, Nathan. First drink, <laughs> and child number two wakes up. Having a little bit of a cry, a little bit of a moan, as they do. I'd say the child must have been three months old at this stage. Okay. So, you know, your wife wasn't in any rush to go out. So first night out, a couple of drinks, about seven o'clock of a Friday or Saturday evening. What's Adrian's first reaction? We all know what everyone's first reaction is here. You just suck it up. You just put up with it. And when your wife comes home, you say, no, everything was fine. Oh, no, she just woke up. She just woke up. It's fine. It's fine. No, no. Adrian rang his wife to get her to come home to bail him out. Yeah. Would you not I, even have I, just I, rang your own ma and said, ma, what I do feel- I do? No, I needed somebody to come rescue me. Like it was either ring my wife or dial 999. And to be fair, I stand over it. And there was a lot of people who were fairly quick to jump on your bandwagon of, no. uh, oh, this is disgraceful, uh, who subsequently had to had similar issues themselves and uh, and were, were in contact to say, actually, I've changed my mind on that. Oh, yeah. How many people? How many people yeah. said that? Give us yeah. names. Give us names. Listen, let's not worry about it. Because <laughs> whoever that person is, is also... One vocal, yeah. vocal. A question. Well, I, I thought when you talked about Adrian bringing shame in the podcast that you were about to recount the fact that he one day allowed his son to take a dump at a park and he left it there. <laughs> one and then day, went, Dave, yes, went one back, day. went back in shame three days later to pick it up. <laughs> and, and left it there. Us. <laughs> and left it there. Couldn't find us. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh, so you forget about these things. Happily. Speaking of well, not finding it, I was going to finish up by reading out the comment at the start that was like, these people are disgusting and should never be allowed to have children in the first place. I can't find the actual full con- full comment to uh, give credit to the user who gave us our first one-star review. And to this date, our only one-star review of the 208 people who have bothered their holes to rate us on iTunes. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, all's well that ends well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it, lads. It was... Um certainly set out on the like uh, I, I haven't a clue what I'm doing here can you give me some advice and I do think that being the most relatable podcast on the internet um, I think a lot of people got value out of it I think people tend to come up to you 
in hushed tones and say, oh, by the way, I listen to the podcast. You know, like the opposite to the Golf Weekly people who shout at you. Yeah, they're, the exactly. They're golf wankers and there's nothing they can do about it. They, they, they can't help themselves. But um, and it's okay, Nathan, you know, we, we've, we make you a better Sorry, person by, by coming out and doing this. And, and I suppose you, you were no, just no. Bringing, you were bringing your golf wanker sensibility to that guy. I was like, oh, I'm talking about that in pod. <laughs> by the way, can I just, can I just say... Yes. Can I just say that Jar is is in, inevitably going to end up on Pat Kenny over the next week <laughs> on the back of his uh, no. <laughs> his There is no way. There is He's no me. way that he doesn't end up Pat Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> he might even do uh, on the show. He, he, he might, this about. might even get you on the last word. You could be on the late, late show. No, no. Oh yes, unavailable, unavailable. Yes. This is this is oh, our platform. No, no, no. This is it. This is the only one. So uh, let's You'll see the bright lights. Let's see which bits get clipped. Your black and blue sack. <laughs> Very purple, Nathan. It's a bit like oh, your jumper. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Been a blast, lads. Fair play. On that note, if anybody well has anything, any feedback you want to give, uh, we do read the comments on the iTunes. I don't know if we're reviewed anywhere else, but dadcast at offtheball.com will still be an email address that um, if you're utterly desperate for, we might fire up the old... Um, uh, time machine and um, and get back into it. Uh, Adrian, best of luck with baby number three. It's actually not that different from number two, as far as I remember. But then again, my brain is so blitzed, I can't I can't really recall. Maybe Nathan has something on that. But Dave, get it done, buddy. Get your buddy. Do some research. Go and it'll happen someday. There was one last thing. It was like um, your man was like, "Oh, I do about seven or eight hundred of these a year." First off, that's quite a big difference between seven hundred and eight hundred. And it was like, that's a lot of Mickey's. <laughs> that is like that's a lot and at fi- 495 quid a pop that's also very lucrative so anyway I, I've I've said it all uh, that's do you think, this uh, do, you think he, do you think he goes home in the evening do you think he like you go home and have a bit of a like you know a bit of a chat about work when you go home in the evening do you think he goes home in the evening God, you won't believe the things I saw today <laughs> you wouldn't believe who's in and it's, what does his partner go <laughs> and what was oh no <laughs> nah, not to shout all that <laughs> <laughs> nothing to talk about <laughs> I don't know where that was going to go but I'm glad we uh, we stopped it there right that is this week's edition of Dadcast it is in the books it may well be the last one if you've been part of any of our journey along the way great if you've missed any of the episodes they're all there on iTunes and um, wherever you get your podcasts for a while we will delete them at some point but um, probably not for about six months or so so uh, we wish you all the best in your misadventures in parenting take care <laughs>